Hey guys, welcome to Press Specialized English. This is episode number six, Traveling During COVID-19. So um, before I begin, I uh, would like to welcome all of my new listeners and uh, p potential people that are interested in the program. Uh, you can check me out at PressEnglish.com and there you'll be able to find uh, what you can expect in the course also, uh, soon to come, we're going to be launching a, a English platform, a online uh, course, which is going to be flexible and is going to be available for all interested parties around Latin America. It's coming in 2011, but uh, if you're interested to find out more information, please go ahead and write me at info at pressenglish.com. So uh, today, the focus is on traveling during COVID-19. So, um, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, a lot of governments have officially reopened the airports uh, here in Colombia. Uh, we have, they have authorized uh, the local mayors to make decisions with corresponding airports that they're responsible for or have oversight over. And uh, each mayor, with public sentiment, kind of anxious to get back uh, to travel for business, for for. Uh, vacation or just simply to, um, you know, just travel for a quick weekend, uh, has everybody's been put under pressure to kind of open their airports, which is a great thing. Now, technically, the airports were never really closed, so I don't really think uh, each mayor or the government in general or the national government is opening the airports. All the airports never really closed. They essentially ceased commercial passenger aviation. Uh, why do I say that? So during the pandemic, cargo transportation was essential and actually became the, the focus or revenue streams of all the aviation companies trying to survive. They were loading passenger planes with cargo in order to, to, to survive uh, during this pandemic uncertain time. They had no idea how long this was going to go, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, it's very unfair to say that the airports closed. They just ceased commercial aviation. And also during the pandemic, you found you, you were able to find, find a frequent number of humanitarian flights in and out of Colombia. So I think there was there was probably one or two every day to my home country in the United States. So I don't really consider it necessarily closed. It just became uh, less available to be able to get to the United States. But you were still able to get to the United States. And likewise, Colombians were able to get to Colombia. And if you needed to go to Argentina, if you needed to go to Mexico, there were also flights from Colombia to those respective countries. I'm sure it's the same all over the world. And they were called humanitarian flights. So there were still ways to be able to travel. Of course, the restrictions, you had to get COVID tests, you had to get temperature take, taken, quarantine after the flight, pretty crazy stuff. So now this is the new quote-unquote phase that we're in is the opening of commercial passenger aviation. That's what it should really be called, not opening of the airports, because the airports never really closed. So now with the uh, couple weeks ago, the first flights began to, to leave Colombia. Uh, I believe the first, uh, well, the, the program for one of the major 
airlines here in Colombia, they're operating at less than 10% of their their capacity as far as daily flights, uh, national and international flights. So that's pretty pretty significant because that's that's pretty much close to nothing for them. So it still has a big effect. But this is good news, either way you any way you look at it. Uh, as you know, there is a significant amount of uh, employment, jobs, businesses that rely on both the aviation and the infrastructure sectors all over the world. There's a major GDP associated with these sectors, aviation and the infrastructure sectors. So um, hopefully these businesses that were able to survive the pandemic will be, will be able to start bouncing back and supporting these sectors, or there will surely be a, a presence of new uh, private companies that will come along to be able to support this, the growing services and, and the, uh, the adaptability that uh, will cause a lot of these companies um, to change the way that they do business. There'll be just, just a plethora of other businesses and support services all throughout this sector and support sectors to aviation and the infrastructure sectors. So that's great. So um Traveling during during the pandemic. Now, you don't necessarily have to get there. There are certain places you have to get a, a COVID test uh, for national flights. I think if you go into the Amazons or if you go to an island, a Colombian island, you have to get a COVID test. But I think in the national flights, they're just doing basic, uh, like you go into a restaurant and you get your temperature taken. And I think they ha they want you to have this uh, Big Brother application downloaded onto your phone. And basically, they're able to just probably track you. That's that's what they're principally doing, just seeing where you go if they need to check up on you. But you have to fill out some information, I guess, with relation to your trip, et cetera. So it's pretty light. Now, if you go to another country, you have to get the real COVID test, the one that goes up your nose. And, uh, you know, obviously, if you show symptoms or if you fail the COVID test, then you get restricted in wherever you're lo the location that you're at. And you have to quarantine for what? 14 days or so. So that is the negative effect. But the positive effect is we can start to travel again. We can start to enjoy life again. Everybody enjoys traveling. I haven't met one person in my life who does not enjoy uh, traveling and getting to know new places, both for personal life and for business life and for whatever other reason you have. So uh, there's really three kinds of trips that are happening now. You have one I see a lot of people now that are traveling by road. They go to uh, cities close to their to their to their where their life is. Whether it's let's say you're in Medellin, they may get out to Santa Fe de Antioquia. If you live in Bogota, you may get out to uh, La Vega just to get outside of outside of the, the the city life to have that that spirit, that feeling of just traveling for a couple hours by car having some good food in those local towns, getting away from the, the, the city life. Then you have the other ones that um, are traveling for business reasons. So this is a necessary element of life, and, and planes are what deliver this quickness, this efficiency to get to meetings, to get to be able to negotiate deals, etc. and that's essential to the economy. You have others that are... Uh, looking to take vacations, take some of these long-needed vacations, get to the beach, see the ocean. I personally miss the ocean. It's just seeing the ocean is good for my soul. 
and not having seen it for six months now, it's pretty crazy. So you have people that will take vacations to uh, go to some of their favorite destinations, whether it's the beach, whether it's the coffee zone, uh, maybe even go to the Amazon, who knows, whatever your, whatever your taste is. And then you have another, another segment that wants to travel and, and get outside of Colombia, go to another country. Maybe it's uh, going to Europe, Spain, maybe even Italy right now. They have some pretty good deals. Uh, see the bike race in Italy right now. That's happening as we speak, as I'm recording this podcast. So there's a lot of uh, uh, ways that you can travel now. And quite frankly, they're very, very cheap. If you look online, I mean, they are just as competitive pre-pandemic. Um, and I thought they were just going to be ridiculously, ridiculously expensive. However, looking online, looking at flights, you know, so I can get to the ocean, so I can get to the beach. You know, I've discovered that these um, prices are incredibly, incredibly inexpensive. And I think it's actually a good situation for a lot of remote workers that, you know, now you can go to the beach. You can work at the beach for a week and still work. You know, you can work, you know, during the day, take take your lunch break, go out to the water, um, whatever your taste is. So I believe it's this is extremely great news to see all of this, all, the aviation coming back, commercial passenger flights restarting and very affordable. I think soon you will see uh, the demand just go up significantly, I think, in a very, very short time, if not now, as we as um, as you're listening to this podcast. I think people will will demand quite a quite a bit of availability to be able to travel and you will see now with the the office life now is called remote work life and you'll see a lot of people uh traveling uh during the week understanding that they may have to work from nine to five um or eight to five or eight to six whatever your situation is but you'll still be able to get to your destination to enjoy that long weekend to enjoy that weekend but still be there and be able to enjoy some some little things during the day. So maybe your family can go out and do shopping. Your your kids can go to a you know the coffee park where you're working or something. So uh, it's not gonna it doesn't put a restriction necessarily on your family or uh, other members that are on your vacation crew <laughs> to um, you know why you have to work. So you don't have to be stuck in in let's say Medellin during the week and then you only have time to go to the coffee zone on the weekend for example um, now you can go there during during all the week your family can do other things while you have to work do your work you can still uh, go out and have a good time maybe even a good lunch break whatever the situation is just it causes a lot of flexibility and you're going to see a new way of, of travel so I'm very for I am very pro uh, traveling during the pandemic I think the risks are inherent, the risks are there, but I think every individual should have the choice to purchase a, tic- a ticket and be success- susceptible to the virus itself. Take your own precautions, take, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask, whatever you have to do, and enjoy life. You shouldn't be, at, at this point, I think six, da- six months down the road, I think science has advanced. They've learned how to to deal with the virus, how the virus functions. So I think 
we're in a different world than we were six months ago. And I personally will take risk, you know, later on this year uh, when I start traveling myself to hopefully the beach. So really, the the point of this podcast today is I want to hear your opinion. What do you think? Would you travel during the pandemic, uh, especially now where we're at six months into the pandemic uh, here in Colombia? Would you travel? Um, and is there something I'm not thinking about? Am I thinking about all of the inherent risk, the, the low price points, the ability for, uh, uh, you know, for example, I think with the low capacity right now that the airlines have, you're going to have less air traffic, less time sitting on the taxiways. Um, so I think it's just going to be a, you know, a very efficient process until we get back to 100% capacity or even over that 100% capacity especially as remote workers start to travel more. Um, I think this is a great time to take advantage of everything that's happening. I think the conditions are very, very favorable. Uh, of course, things are still closed, but things change day to day with restrictions and uh, everything as such. So I think it's a, it's a very favorable uh, time to, to travel, whether it's by ground, whether it's by car, whether it's by... Uh, airplane, or heck, it can even be, you know, getting outside the city on your bike and going to a, a, a near small town and just having a, having a breakfast, having a lunch, having a, having a midday snack. So I think conditions are very favorable. I think everybody should start taking advantage of it. And I think it'd be good for every, everyone in, involved. I think it's just going to help reboot the economy. And generally people like to travel. So very interested in hearing everybody's opinion and see you this coming week again if you're interested in, in learning more about press specialized english you can check out our webpage pressenglish.com also in 2021 we'll be launching our first online platform which will have a large capacity to take on students across latin america so i look forward to uh, discussing that more with each of you and i hope you have a wonderful week and a good day See you in episode number seven. Again, my name is Preston Clark, and hope you have a good day.